Welcome to episode two of Achieving Maximum Effectiveness. And this week we're going to talk about effective time management, something that troubles many of us. Stick around because for the next few minutes, I'm going to chat to you about what time management is and how I'm going to give you some tips that will make you a lot more effective in the way you manage your workday. And I think you can use a lot of this stuff for your personal life too. A Kangaroo Fern Production. Hi, welcome to Effective Time Management. I'm Paul from Personal Best, and we're going to spend a few minutes discussing time management, which vexes a lot of people in the business world, I can promise you. It's something that I confront all the time and I help a lot of people with. So today, four quick tips, which I hope you can take away. There's a lot of depth behind these, but a few ideas that I think, well, I know, will definitely work in your business. They certainly work in mine. Now, I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about myself, not because I'm that interesting, but because I want to let you know that I do practice what I preach. So I run my business, Personal Best. I also work as a consultant in two other businesses, and I am a football coach and a cricket coach. I play in two bands, one of which tours around Australia. Plus, I have a family and two kids who uh, one's going through high school, but they're both living at home. The reason I'll tell you this is to let you know that I have a really, really busy life. And look, I wouldn't be unique. I'm sure a lot of people watching this you could well be busier than me. We have busy lives, we do a lot, and it's really hard to cram all the stuff in. A comment I hear a lot is there's not enough hours in the day. And that's the first thing I wanna talk about. So I'm gonna be really honest with you. There's no such thing as time management. It doesn't exist. And I say that because no matter what you do, there's still only ever going to be 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week and 365 days in a year. So you can't really manage time. What you can manage is what you do with your time. So I actually tend to call it workflow management, but workflow management doesn't sound very catchy. So time management it is, but we're not really managing time. It's, it's ourselves that we're managing. That's the first thing to think about when you think about time management. So there's four things that I wanna work through with you today that I, I believe will help you greatly, they certainly do me. The very first one, planning important tasks. So if you've ever found yourself saying, I'll get to that later, or I'd really love to do X when I have enough time. Now, X could be anything. It could be going to the gym, it could be working on that really big project that you know needs a lot of time and energy devoted to but you don't quite know where to start. It could be any number of things that you think are really important but for some reason you don't quite get to them now. If we dig into the psychology of this a little bit, the, the reason often we don't get to stuff that we know we should is because there, there's something in it that's stopping us, whether it's we're not sure how to start, we're, we're afraid of failure, we're worried it will be embarrassing for us, and you know that, that can really look different for different people and different tasks and different situations. But it's very important to plan things you want to do. So to give you an example, if I decide that this year I wanna get fitter and go to the gym more, just saying that isn't going to make it happen, I actually need to plan and schedule it in. And I've got to do it in such a way that I'm confronted with the fact that this is part of my plan. If I just keep going, I'll do it when I get the time, I'll never get the time. It's very rare 
to find a person who will find time for things they may be a bit reluctant to do or unsure how to do in the first place. So you must plan it in. That's my first point. You must schedule important tasks. This leads into my second point, which is use of your diary is really, really important in managing very important tasks, large projects, and things that need to be done but have a bit of complexity to them. And I would actually call going to the gym one of those things. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Now, your diary might be a book, but most people, I think, these days use uh, Microsoft Outlook or, or a similar program. It doesn't matter what you use. It's whether you actually use it effectively. Effective use of your diary means updating it with everything that you need to do, scheduling in time to work on those big projects that's actually got to be in the diary, and then actually opening the diary. So it's all very well to plan everything out to the nth degree, but if you don't open it up every day and see what's in there, well, it's not going to get done. Now, I'm going to give you a really good tip. If you do use Microsoft Outlook, you can configure that program when you first turn it on. Instead of popping your email up, it'll pop your diary up. And I, you know, I recommend that to all my clients because your diary is the most important thing. If you use it well, you'll be able to Scheduling the things you want to do. Schedule important tasks. Certain tasks you don't need to schedule because you're going to do them anyway. Like if you run a business, opening the doors in the morning. That's going to happen anyway. But if you want to do a whole refit of your office to make it more conducive to sales and your clients come in and it's it's a better environment for them and it's something you've been putting off and you've been wanting to do it but you haven't, you know, there's so many things. That's the sort of stuff you have to schedule into your diary. Those first meetings with builders or with someone who's going to redecorate or you know, with a marketer who might do some, some work around the collateral and assets that you use to market your business. That's the stuff you need to put in your diary and so many people don't do it. They just, it's just there in the back of their mind. Rarely happens in that case. Third thing that's a really big important one for people in the modern business world, managing email. The way most people I know deal with email is it's there. They might be sitting at their desk and as emails come in, they'll, the notification will pop up in the bottom right hand of the screen with a bit of a noise or a little picture, and they'll dive in and they'll try and deal with that email, then they'll get back to what they're doing. I'm here to tell you that is not an effective way to manage email, and it sucks a lot of your time. The reason for that is you might be working on something else that's a really important project. Every time that email comes up, you're going to have to stop your brain, look at the email, start it up again, decide what you're going to do with that email, Finish that, stop the brain again, start the brain again up, and then work on that project. It's very, very inefficient in terms of getting things done. Now, when it comes to email, realistically, the best way to manage incoming email is to do it in blocks. And look, managing email is something I actually run a half-day course on, it, so there's a, there's a whole lot of stuff that sits behind that. But the simple, the simple principle with email is don't deal with it as it comes in, deal with it when it suits you. If you deal with things when they suit you, you will have time to do the things you want to do. And again, that comes back to your diary. So if you can plan in between a certain period of time, this is when I'll do my emails. And if email's not a big thing in your world, substitute email for those annoying tasks that pop up and I could do them all at once. If you can group like tasks together that are reasonably simple and quick, and I can trust me managing email is one of those things, it will help you greatly. Fourth point. One of the most powerful 
time management tools I know is saying the word no. If you agree to every single thing that's asked of you, if you commit to every single thing that's asked of you, if you allow people to interrupt you, if you allow them to come and sit at your desk and talk about the football when you actually want to get some work done, you are going to find your time getting sucked away really, really easily. A lot of people won't say no to things, and the reason they don't is they don't want to offend. And that's totally understood. But learning how to politely say no to requests, to interruptions, to things that are taking away your time to work on the things you want to do is absolutely one of the most powerful tools you can get to take control back. If you get really good at you know, what I'm calling time management, the level of stress you can reduce in yourself and the feeling of control you can get back into your work life and your personal life is unparalleled. Being Becoming a great time manager is literally life-changing. So my four points in summary were, one, all important tasks must be planned. Two, use your diary effectively. Three, I picked out emails, but it could be any small task. Manage your emails effectively, and by that I mean don't do them as they come in, do them when you want to do them. Four, say no. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out kangarooferne.com.